0: Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It, sh- it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you, motivate you, and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and, and not be afraid to say, go go ahead, check my background. My name is J. Dan Gum, and this is is background check. You already know. Let's go. You can check my background. I'm a forgiving fella. So tell them that I won't back down. now You can bet I won't live in regret. It's time to earn some respect. You are tuning in to background check. Hey everybody, welcome to background check podcast where we believe your background should not hold you back. It should pay you back. I mean it should pay you back good. The Bible says uh the thief uh needs to pay seven Seven or eight times more than he stole. I think it was seven, maybe three or four, who knows. Somebody look it up and, and, and tell me. But I'm your host, J. Dan gum and as always, this show is brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past realize their future. If you want to know more about what we do at Forgiven Felons and where we're headed, visit ForgivenFelons.org. We are headed back into the prisons. They have opened it up for some volunteers, so... We will be at the Walker Sale Unit in Breckenridge, Texas. We're going to be, my wife and I are going into the Marlin Unit in Marlin, Texas. And then I'm going to be taking somebody in with me to the uh, Johnston Unit. Uh, That's all in September and October. So we're excited we get to go back in and minister to these these men and women. So we're having fun. Um, Listen, uh, today is July 30th, so if you hear this on July 30th, uh, let us know if you watched Daybreak in Dallas Channel Eight. Jessa, Jessa Lynn, and I, my, my eight year old daughter, went down there to for the kickoff party for North Texas Giving Day. Uh, that's a big. That's our big fundraising day every year. We raise more money on that day than we do pretty much all year. So it's it's kind of raising the money for for the year for that day. But we're raising money for our resource center now. So we're hoping to we're hoping to hit fifty thousand this year. We really we get fifty thousand, we can start. Uh, we get, get a building and start that welding, the welding portion of the Resource Center and and, and just keep going forward. So uh, it, happy Friday, everybody, July, July 30th, 2021. Hi, uh, what's up to all you guys and gals listening from the jails and prisons? Hey, I was right where you are. If you're in jail, I was there a hundred times. If you're in prison, I was locked up in prison three years in Texas, so uh, I've I, I know what you're going through, whether you're waiting on a court date, whether you're waiting to go to trial, whether you're waiting to catch chain or whether you're in prison in your cell. We didn't have tablets when I was in prison. We didn't have faith-based dorms. We didn't have anything. But anyway, uh, I just want to, this is going to be a short episode. I'm just letting you know. I just got back from Houston. We recorded six podcasts in two days and we had some great, really good interviews. So we got some we got some episodes coming up that are really good. But today I just want to I just want to talk a little bit about the background check, not the podcast, but the actual background check. You know, why why do people do background checks? Are they necessary? I think they are. But I think I think I, the, where I have a problem with it is when people use it for only negative reasons. And I'm not saying you know, that when they use it for negative reasons, because there's negative things on the background check report. I'm just saying when they only use it for negative reasons and they only extrapolate negative out of a background check, because I can look at a background and I can see negative things on there, but I may not come back with a negative report about that person. You know, and the greatest example of this is Jesus. Jesus did background checks. On everybody that he chose, and if you notice, he had a he had a very diverse personality wise crowd with him. I mean, you can't get any more separate in personalities than than Peter and John. <laughs> Peter was his loud mouth, you know, cursing and and fighting and violent, you know, and and John was, you know, always laying his head on Jesus's chest, you know, lovey dovey. But Jesus did a background check on every one of them before he chose them. And you notice he knew what they were, have done. He knew what they were going to do and knew what they were currently doing and still chose them. Yes, he chose some good ones. And he chose some ones that even people that were followed him were like, why why did did you choose him? I mean, you know, if you're watching the chosen documentary or uh, movie series, uh, you know, I like, I like the way they really pit Peter against Matthew, you know, and Peter's like, why in the world did you choose Matthew? He's a tax collector? They were worse than regular sinners. But you know, Peter had his own, Peter had his own demons. But Jesus knew all of this. He even knew Judas was going to betray him. He even knew Judas was going to skim off the top with the finances. But he still chose him. And that's what I want to, I want to talk about just for a few minutes. Looking at the background check with the right perspective. These companies that just do a generalized background check, and as soon as they see the F-word felony, they're done. They don't want no, they don't want to hear your story. They don't want to hear you defend yourself on who why you're not that person anymore they don't they don't want to hear it and those companies unfortunately are just very misguided and misinformed and not educated on on how they can utilize the background check the background report to the best of their ability because sometimes the best employees sometimes the best workers sometimes the best people you could bring alongside you are people who have screwed up you know i mean i've i've worked alongside companies and been able to tell them when somebody is stealing from them why because i used to steal but i couldn't tell you that if i didn't used to do it i could tell people companies their bosses when somebody's coming in inebriated why because i used to come in inebriated but if all you do is hire these perfect people with no backgrounds, no experience in the world, no nothing, no mistakes, then you're gonna you're gonna get a certain level of service in return for that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You need some, you need some perfect people, you need some people who haven't made mistakes in your company, in your church, in wherever. But you also need some people that have some experience in messing up. Because People that have messed up and, and are given it a chance, they're going to be the hardest workers you got. They're going to be like, man, I ain't messing up again. I ain't messing up. People who haven't messed up, there's still that chance they, they're going to. And you don't know how they're going to respond when they do. But when you have somebody that wants to join your team, join your church, join your organization as employee, as a member or whatever, and they've got some mess-ups – you don't have to worry about them being all worried about messing up because they've done it before and they've bounced back. And you really want people like that on your team. You know, Jesus, Jesus did a background check and they all passed because he saw the potential. He saw the potential. When you look at the background and that's all you see and you decide that person's future for them, then you're not seeing their potential. You're seeing your liability. And so my challenge, I'm just, it's going to be a short podcast for me. Those of you, those of you who know me know, you know, that I can talk forever. But, you know, I, I just got back from Houston, and those the, the next episodes are going to be amazing interviews. But And then I got up at 3 a.m. to take my daughter to North Texas Giving Day kickoff party at the Plaza in downtown Dallas, I haven't had time to edit any of those podcasts that we recorded in Houston so that's why I want to talk about this but the reason I'm talking about it is because I've been experiencing a lot of this people a lot of this lately people talking about how important the background check is to them because because for them they can find the negative and and, and not hire somebody not approve somebody they're only looking for the negative. I want to do a background check on you to see if I find anything bad. And if that's the only reason you do background checks is to find anything bad and not to see if there's some challenging parts to somebody's background and see if, see if you can't help them with an opportunity to show you that they're not that person anymore. They're stronger. They're sober. They're clean. They're on a, they're, they have a new heart, a new mind, a new direction, new friends, new places to, to go, new things to do. And if all you do is look at a background report for one thing, I want to challenge you to change that. And if, and if you look at that background and you always disqualify somebody because of what's on that background, I want to challenge you to up your game. I want to challenge you to take a chance on somebody. Will you get burnt? More than likely at some point. I mean, the odds are just... You know, the odds are there, but you're gonna get burnt even with people without backgrounds. There's a there's a high turnover even with people without backgrounds. There's there's a there's a lot of people lazy and not showing up to work that don't have a, a criminal background. But I I believe that we can as society, you know, people want to ban the box. I'm okay with the, the box not being banned. Because, I mean, you can ban the box all you want, but they're still going to do a background check. I want to... I don't want to ban the background check. I want to ban the... I want to ban the the, the fear in companies. I want to ban the fear in individuals when they see something on that background check that they, they would normally be scared about. I want, to, I want to ban that fear. You know what? And if you're a company that wants to hire people that with backgrounds and give them a second chance and you're not sure, get a hold of me. Get a hold of me. I can consult you, do a risk assessment, and let you know whether that person needs to be hired or not. And I can tell you within the first five or ten minutes. But if you need to hire me, don't just throw them away. Don't just say, no, we can't do this. If you take somebody who's, who's done 30 years for murder, and they may, they may have committed a murder 30 years ago, and you don't take time to, to ask why, what that murder was all about. Tell us the situation. Most of them are very transparent and honest with you. And they'll say, yeah, I was young, I was stupid, got into a fight, got scared, pulled the trigger, but that's, that's not who I am today. 30 years, it was 30 years ago. And, man, we don't want to hold somebody. What if you were the one who gave somebody a second chance? We got a couple of guys that came through our ministry that just bought houses. One of them did like 28 years. You know, somebody gave him a chance for a job to buy a house. I mean, think of this. Let's, let's talk spiritual for a little bit. The Bible, Joseph in the Bible, Old Testament. He was a convicted rapist. If, he was live, if it was in today's time, he would be a convicted rapist and he'd be doing prison time. And ain't no way he'd be second in command of any city or country. He would have to register when he got out. And I promise you, the church, because we do it, lots of people do it, they do it to my face, the church would, would make him an outcast. They would, most of them wouldn't let him set foot on the property at all. Most of the disciples couldn't pass enough of a background check to be on staff at a church. At a church. Yet Jesus chose his 12 disciples, over half of them, were crazy. People that would not get jobs today at any of the churches I've ever been members at, they would not, some of them wouldn't even let them come being a, a speaking evangelist. I guarantee you. I mean, we know they're, they're disciples, but... Before they were the disciples, they were they were these people. They wouldn't they wouldn't qualify to even be at church. We've come a long way. There are some companies out there that have second chance programs. Some of them still exploit the the men and women and, and pay them dirt cheap pay. You know, because they're thinking, well, where else are they going to go? We'll pay them eight dollars an hour, nine dollars an hour, because where else are they going to go? Or at least we'll give them a chance but some of the companies have it figured out they're doing, they're doing really well. And, uh, and I'm grateful for those companies that'll hire somebody with a background because they've talked to them. Tell me about your crime. Tell me what was going on through your mind and let's see if we can take a chance on you. And the ones that do, man, those guys are, I I just heard one of the guys that I was locked up with a long time ago, he's working for Audi down in Houston. He's like a chief inspector with, you know, quality control something. I think he was sentenced to 40 years. <laughs> and he's, he's big time now down there, and he's got his own little church too. So let's change our perspective on the background. I'm not asking to do away with it. Do a background check. I think it's necessary, but do it, do it from the right perspective, you know, don't just don't just disqualify because their background might qualify them for your position so thanks for letting me ramble hey listen uh, we do have some great great interviews coming up I cannot wait to share these six interviews with you again we if you're uh, if you're praying in person pray for us North Texas giving Day again we're raising capital this year our goal was fifty thousand dollars all right and uh, if you're listening to this and you're here out here on the outside, and you can volunteer that night to be one person to help me host a little small event, uh, even, even whether at your house or wherever. Uh, our goal for each one of these volunteers is to try to raise $2,000 on their own. Not you give the $2,000, but you you text all your friends, you call all your friends, you you rally your, your people that I don't know, you rally your people up and try to raise $2,000. And we're trying to get 25 people to do that. And I believe we've already got, I think, three or four or five. And uh, so I believe we can do that. And if we get 25 people and and they all raise $2,000, you know, and again, you're you're not giving this money yourself. You're asking other people that you know that I don't know, that you know, um, and, and maybe they don't know how passionate you are about our ministry. And so you're just going to say, hey, on that day, I'll give you a link. And you just send that link to everybody and say, hey, I'm trying to raise $2,000. Will you do it? Will you do it? I appreciate you. All right, listen. Let me pray. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the platform background check and thank you for giving me a new perspective on the background check. We're not just like you told me not to try to get rid of the word felon in our in our name, but just put a put an adjective in front of it to give it a new perspective. And I'm not just a felon anymore, but I'm not trying to hide it either. I'm a forgiven felon. That forgiven changes my perspective on the word felon. So thank you, Lord, for giving us a new perspective, a new way to look at the background check, how we can use it as a tool to launch somebody into a second chance, a third chance, another chance, instead of just disqualifying them. Help us to see through your eyes, God, who these people are that come into our lives and to be able to give them opportunities. Lord, I pray for the listener right now. I pray whether they're in jail, prison, or out here on the outside working out, doing whatever, driving down the road, I pray you intervene in their life right now. Give them a hug if they need it. Give them a high five if they need it. Tell them a joke if they need it. Make them laugh. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Give them what they need to get through this day. Whenever they're listening to it right now, give them what they need, what they're crying out to you for right now, intervening their life and provide it for them. We thank you, Lord, for your grace, your love, your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast, brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past realize their future. For more information, please visit ForgivenFelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm J. Gum, and this has been Background Check.